Today's Leading Women episode 103. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Audrey Darrow. Audrey Darrow is a mom, an entrepreneur, organic raw chocolate manufacturer, breast cancer survivor, and inspiration to those going through illness or loss. Audrey is the CEO of Earth Source Organics, the manufacturer's righteously raw chocolates. Through life experiences and education, Audrey is focused on the path of a healthy, spiritual life. She is convinced that eating nutritious, high-frequency foods is the essence of well-being, inner peace, and connection to the soul. So women of the world, Miss Audrey Darrow, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. We are delighted to have you on our show, and I'm sure our listeners are excited as well. So, Audrey, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment any time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind that niche? Sure. We, uh, we are Earth Source Organics, which is a company that manufactures uh, a product line called Righteously Raw Chocolate. It didn't start out as a chocolate company, but it was uh, a vision of mine to create a raw food manufacturing facility that was um, capable of anybody being able to eat the products. So I wanted it to be fully certified. I also had issues with um, problems with allergies and gluten. So when I created the company, I created it for me, also knowing that many others would have the difficulties in finding foods that were pure without refined sugars and things like that. So I, I went out and got all the certifications. So we are a raw chocolate manufacturing company now that is certified organic, vegan, kosher, gluten-free, we're also allergen-free, and we are non-GMO, and all of our products are made without refined sugars. So anybody with any issues can eat our chocolate, and that's really the niche that we're in. That is started out as a small end cap in a in a you know a gross a health food store, and has become you know astronomically huge and ever growing. Wow, I love what I'm hearing about your business. And you know, the the way that you describe it, oh my God, it makes me feel like it's so <laughs> yummy. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yes, I mean, it makes me feel like, oh, I just want to grab those chocolates because I'm sure they're delicious. Yes, now, they are. Yes, what was the defining moment that prompted you to start this business and made you say, this is my business? 
Well, I took a job in a health food store back, uh, it was in, back in 2006 after I had been through breast cancer and all the treatment. And while I was at the the health food store, I started looking at prices on foods that I wanted to eat, that I had read about, that I knew that would help me, one, heal from all the chemotherapy, but most important, keep the cancer from returning because I had a very high recurrence rate for the type of cancer I had. So I was actually in the health food store and happened to come across a, a very small shelf of raw foods and raw chocolate was one of the items on the shelf and a raw chocolate bar back in 2006 was $14 and not only was I you know hurt that I couldn't afford it but I thought wow this is something that probably a lot of other people couldn't afford and that is pretty much the moment when I realized and said to myself I think I could do this better and make it affordable for everybody and that was it. It was just simply that moment when I just said, I can't buy it. And that was so emotionally difficult for me um, because I wanted to be able to afford the foods that I needed to heal. So that, that I would say that was the defining moment for sure. Wow. What a defining moment. What a story. And congratulations, by the way, for being a cancer survivor. I'm sure our listeners, some of our listeners can, um, can, are inspired with you, with your experience and going through that uh, treatment and then becoming a, a survivor of it. And, you know, you found that need you for yourself, but then you, it transcended to help others people as well to produce this delicious healthy and raw chocolates that and but make made it make it better and more affordable to many that stems from your experience of not being able to afford those before when you were doing your treatment so wow thank you for sharing your story because that certainly certainly touched me and i'm sure our listeners as well now your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry and that resonates very well with particular portion of our listeners however they really like to know what was the compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out that would i would have to say that would be being able to see my products not only in health food stores but in every venue from grocery stores to hotel gift shops to places where we frequent you know, as Americans, we go into these places, whether it is your local coffee shop or you're staying at a hotel or you go into an airport. And these places, I find, do not have foods that I can eat. And I know a lot of millions of people out there cannot eat. And that's been the vision since the beginning and continues to drive what we do is being able to no longer be that niche and not and not be that place where only people that have money can go into a, a health food store, but they might be able to pick us up at their local grocery and be able to go into a hospital and buy it as a gift or, or you know, boarding a plane at an airport or, or their coffee shop. And that's been the vision since the beginning is to get it into everybody's hands, make it available to everybody. And that's really what's been driving us all along. I can totally see that. And I love that concept, the, the vision that you have of, of 
having this product that you are so passionate about that it, you know can help people be available and be easily available to everyone, be it in the grocery, be it in, the, in, in airports, be it in the hospitals, everywhere that people can access it. That is that's certainly a vision that I can see you doing and I can't wait to for to see this uh, your products as a household name because uh, I believe that this is one of the products that people that we so really need and we we need to have this healthy alternatives because who else who doesn't like chocolate and <laughs> yes absolutely I believe in it I love chocolate as well but if we can find this healthy alternatives not that's not laden with processed sugars you know you know and I I believe I think that what you are putting out there is really helpful and really beneficial to many out there. So thank you for putting this awesome product out there. Thank you. Now let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of those personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? I would say... I would say determination uh, because it's a very difficult journey, but a very exciting journey, and you have to be a very determined individual uh, to follow your passion. And passion would be number two. I'm a I'm very passionate about food and obviously good health after what I've been through, and so I would say those two are what drive me the most because I, the journey of starting a business truly isn't about the product that you create. It's about the obstacles and the lessons that you learn along the way. And those take that determination. Those take a very, very passionate, passionate feeling that you have for what it is that you're doing. And third, I think it's the ability to surrender. And by that, I mean just basically getting out of my own way and following a path, not knowing exactly where it's going to lead, but just taking each step moving forward in what I call right action, where you don't always know how it's going to turn out, but you you basically get out of your own way and just continue moving forward. And I, so I would say definitely determination, passion, and surrender are what helped me start it and is definitely what fuels the success of the company. Wow, determination passion and surrender, the ability to, sur to surrender and take that necessary step and trusting that it is going to work out. Love those personal traits and qualities that you've just shared and I'm sure our listeners can learn from. I believe that all of these three traits or qualities, you may say, that you've just shared can really help us uh, succeed in our business. And I believe that these traits or qualities can be cultivated by any one of us. I don't necessarily believe that we are born with them, but we can cultivate them. We can adapt them into our lives and adapt them and apply them in our business in while working with uh, while uh, while building our business. So for our listeners out there, this per learn from these personal traits or qualities that Audrey just shared. All right, now let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as an entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? 
Well, I would say definitely growth is is very difficult. Growth is very expensive. And so you could come out with and I counsel and help people and small businesses and what I do now cuz uh because we we co we do something called co-manufacturing. So we make products for other companies which helps fuel our growth. And in doing that, I'm seeing a lot of the lessons and obstacles that other people are going through and I'm able to save them the trouble of of the mistakes that I have made but when you grow a company you it's hard to control growth and so it eats up your cash and you know a good 80% of most businesses go out of business because they're underfunded and so that was a a big obstacle and when we started co-manufacturing for other companies that was that allowed us to fund our own growth over the last few years uh there's there's always challenges in business whether it be you come out with a product and it doesn't have a shelf life like you thought and so that's part of that surrendering you 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 meet a new challenge every week when you have a business and if if you're prepared for that and you understand it and you don't um try to make something happen but you actually continue moving forward it helps with those obstacles and there are always obstacles when you're building a business and and you can just understand that it's part of the journey and i mean i started this business in 2007 and in 2008 my daughter passed away at the age of almost 20 i can't think of a bigger challenge and having to go back to work 4 days later but what i did was i took my grief and i turned it into something that i get to inspire others by creating a chocolate bar in her name and so for it took me a couple years to do it and i'm so proud of what i've done and that was i would say my biggest challenge obviously is coming back to work and and trying to do something where i'm not living in sadness but i'm moving the company forward i'm i'm keeping my employees employed and continuing to build my dream and by creating a bar uh in her name I, I, it's something i'm so proud of and it gets me up every morning so there's there's many many challenges but instead of looking at them as problems i always encourage the new business owner to look at it as a lesson and it changes the whole uh feeling that you have about each thing that you encounter along the way so now it's now it's no longer a problem it's something to learn from and then that takes the negative impact out of it and it can make you feel a little bit more positive as you move through it so i would say that you know just understand that these challenges are always going to be there but they're they're really great lessons they really are What a story you've just shared and I'm sorry to hear about the loss of your daughter but I commend you for being so courageous being so bold and you know despite the loss that you you know you've had you've experienced you made it as an inspiration you created this line of products in memory of her you make it as an inspiration and instead of you know being a child or being a hindrance you, you turn it as an opportunity and i think that's the takeaway here for our listeners to turn those uh, challenges to turn those setbacks into an opportunity and to continue moving forward despite what it is that we are challenged with because 
I totally agree with what you said, with what Audrey just shared. There are, there are going to be challenges along the way. They're going to be there. And it is part of being an entrepreneur. And in, in life in general, we all have challenges that we face. But it is how we deal with them that matters. So thank you for sharing the, your experiences that our listeners can definitely you know relate with and learn from. Because I certainly learned a whole lot about what you've shared and your story as well. So love that. Now, right now, let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create the work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationship, and your business? I would say the, the biggest thing for me is that I hire people that I can trust, that I know that if I walk away from my business and I have to take a trip or I go on a vacation or I'm going to spend time with family, whatever it be, I have people that I know that I can trust to do the job the way I want it to be done. And that's really, really crucial. I didn't have that in the beginning because obviously when you're starting out, you don't really have the money always to hire the, the best quality people. But I actually, I, I groomed people who started with me, you know, four years ago. And I learned to take those people and have them have the same feelings about the company that I did and the pride and treat them with the utmost respect so that they want to be there. And then then I'm able to go away. I'm able to uh, take a trip. I'm able to do whatever it is that I like to do, which is really working out in the community. So if I I want to go out and do shows and events and demos, I can do those on my own in my community because I know that the company is running without me there. And, and, and so I would say definitely making sure that you're working, that you bring the right people into your company so that you can actually take that time away. Yeah, huge takeaway there because I echo what you said, you know, when we, we have, you know, at some point in our business, we really have to find people that we trust and that can free us of those time that we need to yeah, just have a time off, for example, or to do those other things that we are good at. And I'm really a fan of having, of hiring people that can do those other tasks. So that way we can have, we can free ourselves uh, for doing those things that we, we are good at. And also to have those free time, because like what you've said, you know, working, having a business really takes your time and your energy and your effort. But then as starting out, of course, this is a challenge for a lot of our entrepreneurs and I myself, I didn't start having um, an assistant with me to work with me. I have to juggle all the roles. I was doing everything. But then when you, as soon as you're able to afford it, hire somebody to free up some of your time so that you're able to do 
all the other things that you are good at and that what you like and that what you enjoy and then give the, the task to other people that are good in that area and that's one way of uh, creating this work-life balance by finding other people to to share those tasks with and that you can have time for to do whatever what other things that are important to you so for our listeners out there that's really important take away here uh, in terms of this work-life balance that sometimes I used to say is a myth for us entrepreneurs yeah I agree <laughs> yes now let's talk about success and what success means to you you know your business appears to be financially doing quite well and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life now would like to also say that success is a mindset I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way is a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Well, I think that I'm kind of an anomaly, but I'm learning that it, they actually call this new age business, and it's really not necessarily profit number one. It's really about the people that work for you. So my success for me is that my employees are making a, a, a fair wage, um, and in Obviously, you have to make profit in order to be able to do that. But I'm not going to ever be successful in my business if my people are not happy and my people can, you know, are able to feed their families. And so that that is something that's really important to me. The other thing is giving back uh, to the community and to organizations. So being able to have a successful business where First, you give back to your people, and two, you give back to the organizations that you feel have a shared mission, and that's something that we've been doing since day one. It's really important to me, and uh, for me, I, I measure my success by the people that come into my my facility every day and knowing that they're well taken care of, and obviously, sales are important for me to be able to do that. So that is a, a very, very important part of the, the company. But it's not, profit isn't the mission. The mission is the people. The mission is giving back and and being able to grow something to be able to employ more people and to be able to give back more. And that to me is success. Wow, success is seeing people that you work with happy and meeting their needs and success is about giving back to the community and to the world as a whole. I mean, the bottom line here at the end of the day, what really fulfills us that we know that we're making a difference out there. We're making a contribution because of what we're putting out there. So for our listeners out there, the takeaway here is that, of course, we are in business and we have financial metrics to be able to sustain our business. But at the end of the day, when you ask yourself, what does success really mean to you? And if you listen to your heart, what will you will be surprised with what, your, what the answer is. And you often will, will feel that what it is that is you are most happy with. When you are doing something that you are so passionate about and you are happy with, that's what success is all about. You know, that's what is gratifying and fulfilling when you know that what you are putting out there is making a difference to other people. So love your perspective on success and what success means to you. So thank you for sharing that. 
You're welcome. I would like to just add one thing, which is also for me is being able to inspire my customers. So when I get a call every day or an email from somebody that has been inspired by what I've written inside the label, uh, they're inspired by the mission that we have. We, you know, we let the customers know. So inspiring your audience, your the people that buy your product is really, for me, a very big part of my success. Absolutely. And I mean, the, being able to inspire others with what we're putting out or with what we, what we do, that is a huge measure of success. And that's what really is fulfilling at the end of the day, knowing that you have made a difference. You have, made, you have inspired somebody. You have made someone smile. Or, you know, I love that, that, we, that you share that aspect because with today's leading women also, this one was born out of me wanting those inspiration, being inspired by women like you, Audrey, who are making a difference out there, who are making things happen. And if I can help somebody out there, be inspired by your story, be inspired by your journey, wow, what a difference, what a, what a great and fulfilling feeling that would be in, in me. So love your take on that. Thank you. All right. Now let's talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur, and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed at? And if you can boil them to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? My first one would be to find what you're passionate about first. If you're not passionate about what you're doing, it's very hard to become that success that you want it to be. So I, I would say for myself, I'm very passionate about what I do, which drives me to success. Um, I would also say that uh, a few years ago, this was back before 2006, I had tried to uh, start a business and I did start one in the tea business. And I made the most, this actually was something that I wanted to do because of the cancer. And so I created a line of teas and I learned from the quote unquote failure, failure of some people would call it a failure. I called it a success because I learned that I didn't believe in myself and I had to be able to feel that I could actually do it. And I, I was so worried about trying to make something happen in that tea business and looking at my competitors and thinking that they were better than me. So I would say crucial extremely important on the same level of, of being passionate is to believe and know that you can do this. If you don't have that, you are going to, you're going to be in your own way. And that's what I, that's what I kind of hit a wall when I was in this business. Even though I had gotten myself far and gotten the product on shelves, I couldn't get out of my own way because I never believed strongly that I was able to make a company like that successful. And so I would say number two is to believe you can do it. And and the, the third one for me is huge. It's I mentioned it before, it's surrender and moving forward in right action. And surrender to me is just being clear of your intentions, getting rid of that self-doubt, knowing what you want and believing that you deserve it. That is crucial. If you don't believe those things, you are never going to be able to move forward and do the things that you need to do in order to create 
what it is that you envision. So passion, believe you can do it, and surrender and move forward in right action. Wow, I love those takeaways that you've just shared and I'm sure our listeners can learn from and take action on today. And especially when you said about the third one, which is surrender and move forward and being clear about your intention and believing that you deserve it because that is yours, especially for our, us women. Sometimes we feel like what we're putting out there, we're not, we're not putting something of value. We underestimate what we're providing out there. We underestimate our worth. We underestimate that we are able to provide this value to other people. Love those uh, tips that you've just shared. So thank you for being generous in sharing those. You're welcome. All right. Now, what's one favorite business resource or tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business that you can share our listeners with? Well, we we use a software program called Vocus. It's uh, spelled V-O-C-U-S, and it's a cloud-based marketing and public relations software. And what that allows us to do is to uh, put do press releases. Uh, so for the cost of the program, and 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 if we went out to try to do this. Uh, say in other venues, it, we would spend so much more money just putting press releases out and all that. So with the software, I, I would recommend it for any business because it allows you not only to do press, but to do publicity pitches, to do your social media because it, it, it shows you what's trending, what's going on in all social media. And it makes it very simple all on one page for you to do everything. So we have just a, myself and one other person here who does the social media. And Vocus makes it a lot easier and a lot more beneficial to what it is that we're trying to uh, accomplish in the company. Wow, I love that you shared that one because one of our previous guests also mentioned that one. So it's definitely checking them out. So for our listeners out there, it's Vocus and it's V-O-C-U-S. All right, now entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Absolutely. I would say never start a business unless you've read this book called The Synergist by uh, Les McCown, I believe it is, M-C-K-E-O-W-N. And what basically, the title is The Synergist, How to Lead Your Team to Predictable Success. And what that taught me is not only to understand the type of business person I am, but it also tells you where your strengths are and helps you understand the type of people that you need to work with to be successful. So I never really knew that I was what they call a visionary and that the person that I have working for me that runs my operations is actually uh, an operator. And there's titles that we have. I have quite a few strengths, but I have a few, uh, quite a few weaknesses. And when you learn what your strengths are and you expound upon the strengths and you allow others to come in with you and to do what they do best, it creates a very exciting, uh, very successful business working relationship. There's no ego. It's, there's that, it takes that ego out of, well, I can do that if you can do that. Whereas I know what I'm good at. They know what they're good at. And together we make amazing things happen in this company. So I would say The Synergist is a must-read for anybody. So that's The Synergist by Les McKeon. Thank you for sharing that one. I love the description because it just makes me feel like I just want to grab it right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's a great book. I'm definitely going to be checking that one out. 
All right, now, Audrey, in my mind, you are a superhero, or shall I say superheroine, because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you were a superhero, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone that you admire and look up to. Well, I would say this is this may sound crazy, but there's a, a woman that does a, a blog called The Food Babe, and she's an advocate. But I'll tell you, the voice that she has is really, to me, it's so much a part of my mission and what I'm trying to do. And I have a voice in in what I do where I, you know, I make a product and people get to read about what it is that I do. But this this woman is doing so much in the food industry, making corporate people accountable and to be more honest and in labeling. So I, I would say probably the food babe, her name is uh, Va- Vanny, V-A-N-I. I've never met her. I read what she does. I, I think you know, being an advocate, being a voice is so needed within the food industry. And I'm, I stand in awe of what she does. And I think that she's a superhero in in my book. Yes, the food babe and her name is Vanny. Of course, she is. She sounds like a a great role model out there as well. So thank you for sharing Mm -hmm. that. All right. Now, Audrey, can you share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or with your service and where they can get it? Well, we are sold throughout the United States and Canada. We are also sold online on our own website. And basically what we are is chocolate in its purest form, as close to nature as you will find. And it is fully certified. So it is organic. It is vegan, which means there's no dairy, no animal fats. It's kosher. It's gluten-free. It is non-GMO. And it is allergen-free. So chocolate to be able to for any, everybody to be able to eat it without any refined sugars that's what they're getting in our product that's chocolate in its purest form wow love it it just makes me want to go and grab one of them <laughs> now tell our listeners what's the best way that they can connect with you and kind of watch how you grow and succeeding more so that they can serve as an example for our own efforts and so we all can be more than we are today Okay, sure. You can. They can email me. My email is Audrey A U D R E Y at EarthSourceOrganics.com. You can also read about what we're doing, and that's at our website at uh, RighteouslyRawChocolate.com. And also, I help people all the time. And if they would like to call me here at at work, the phone number is seven six zero seven three four one eight six seven. And if you have questions. Uh, put them in an email and let me let me help you along the way. I've already made a lot of the mistakes that I can help new business people uh, avoid, and I love sharing and paying it forward. So feel free to reach out anytime. Well, thank you so much for sharing your um, contact information for our listeners out there. You know, with your email. So the email is Audrey at EarthSourceOrganics.com, and you can also check out their website, uh, rightfully rawchocolates.com and the it's number a righteous, righteously so it's r-i-g-h-t-e-o-u-s-l-y raw, raw cho- chocolate chocolate.com yeah. awesome yes and their number is 
1867. And by the way, all of these uh, fantastic resources and the links and the contact information that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at today's leadingwomen.com forward slash Audrey Darrow, or just type in her name, Audrey Darrow, on the search bar and it will find it for you. So for our listeners out there who are not able to get those links and those resources and those uh, that Audrey just shared, I'm going to have those on the show notes, so don't worry about it. I'm going to have those available for you. All right, so Audrey, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you. It's my pleasure. I appreciate you allowing me to do this and uh, thank you. You're doing something really wonderful. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iPhone apps that these high-achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.